So welcome to Destroy All Clickbait. It is a podcast internet show where we have talks based on clickbait. Well said, good sir. Yes. Yep. I am Ing. (laughs) Hello, Ing. Hello, I'm Avi. (laughs) I'm Adam. Yay! Perfect! Got it in one! (laughs) (laughs) With the three amigos. Yes, we're looking at uh, all the weird and cruddy stuff that's uh, scattered throughout the internet, desperate for your your hits and your likes. Um, so, uh, as you were saying, Ing, I think you had something to play for us. Okay, uh, this is my first time watching it. This is oh. what you've sent us. I think so. It is a horrible video. <laughs> it's <quite> something. <laughs> Central. Okay, maybe not horrible, but it's just there's worse. Yeah. Now we've done like it's just not as polished as it should be. Let me put it that way. Too, so I thought you guys would really love to see that. With that said, let's see if we can smash 10,000 likes on this video, and if we can get that, we'll start doing the "You Won't Believe Exists" series every week again. But with that said, let's get right into it. Number ten. So most people either want to go somewhere beautiful or somewhere dangerous when they go on vacation, but this is basically the perfect mix of both. The Devil's Pool is right on the edge of the Victoria Falls, which is literally the highest waterfall in the world if you didn't know. I'm not even joking, you literally have to pay to go, but you can't go by yourself for safety reasons. However, being honest, it's worth making the trip anyway. Just from this video alone, we could tell it's one of the best views in the whole world, and there's nothing like it anywhere else on the planet. You literally have Oh! What's going on? Because I have it muted, so... Oh. Oh, that's right. Um. Well, I just managed to get the video up for the screen, but we are seeing a woman pretending to fly like Superman at the edge of a waterfall. And yeah. just really cranked up house music all of a sudden. Number nine. <laughs> now, nature has created some pretty crazy places, but there's no beating humans when it comes to making absolutely insane places to visit. I mean, Nemo 33 is the deepest oh, so pool, pool for diving in the history of the world. In fact, it's so <laughs> Just, deep that it even has fake caves built in halfway well, down. That, yes, that's so one of my first uh, issues. <laughs> is that that's really not a pool. Okay. Let's, so you don't need let's, like a let's go back a little to, to just the beginning. So today's... today's sorry, but let me pause. Alright. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's the top 10 most insane pools you won't believe exist. Which, as usual, is... A little hyperbolic. First of all, it's by top five central, but it's a top ten list. Yeah. So really... <laughs> yeah. That, that that sort of hurt my brain a little bit. It's one of their rare double episodes. It's the double <laughs> special. <sighs> I mean, with this material, what do you you know? It's so rich and uh, in importance. Oh um, yeah. He he literally opens it with like. Oh well, so let's let's take a look at the ten best pools and let's see if we can get to ten thousand likes. That's like the first thing out of his mouth. So yeah. That there's any value <laughs> other than let's see if we can get all the likes we want. But yeah, the first one is a pool on top of Victoria Falls, uh, which is the tallest waterfall in the world, and it literally just seems like you're lying in the river, looking over the giant fall of the fall chasm and you can be taken to the edge but you can't go alone because you might die Mm -hmm. which i'm sorry raises the question 
So, basically, their security protocol is, this is incredibly dangerous, you could go over the edge of the fall and die. So, for security and safety reasons, we want there to be a witness to your death. <laughs> kind of. We we want somebody to hold your legs as you flail your arms over the edge. Okay, that's a bit fairer of a reading, but mine there. <laughs> <laughs> that that is actually what yep. happens in the video. If you, if you look at the lady, that's what they're doing. There's a guy holding her legs as she uses a selfie stick to record video. Oh, God. Okay, so their <laughs> safety procedure is if something goes wrong, we're gonna have two people go over. Yeah, like there's no like rope or a bungee cord or something there's just people standing there might i suggest some sort of harness a bungee cord something a chain even like yeah what great with heights and this is literally the tallest waterfall in the world if i'm not mistaken (laughs) so yeah so there's that first one which really isn't a pool it's a waterfall indeed yeah, if you want to keep going there, Ing, we can enjoy some I'm more. sorry, I'm still... <laughs> There's a Mitchell and Webb sketch of basically a shady kind of um, sort of tourist trap-like proprietor. Uh-huh. And it's always stuff like, go over the waterfall in a bucket or jump off this cliff. <laughs> And the joke is that this is clearly just a guy who set up a lawn chair and a sign oh charging money for people to jump off the cliff to something that is to be certain de- death. Right. And do- and uh, and Robert Webb's character in it is always seemingly half surprised that he's getting away with this. <laughs> yeah and that it's actually working and this person's gonna jump to their death but they do it anyway Th- this basically reads from something like that yeah that's that that's why which mitchell and webb show is it oh that mitchell and webb look okay because that's the only one i've watched but i don't remember that particular skit for yeah some i don't reason. either but it does sound like them <laughs> Yeah, no, it totally sounds like them. It's one in, I want to say, like, the third series, one of the reoccurring mini-ones. Okay, gotcha. Where he, okay. Kind of like the 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 one of where David Mitchell is always that mean posh guy who works, who yeah. inexplicably works at various locations. Yes, right. okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. The next one Professional dive. is, all right, I'll rebrand. Wind a bit because I've forgotten what it's called. It's it's a pretty crazy places, scuba diving pool. When it comes to making okay, absolutely basically. insane places to visit. Nemo thirty. I mean, Nemo thirty three is the deepest industrial yes. pool for diving in the history of the world. In fact, it's so deep that it even has fake caves built in halfway down. And so get ready for this. According, I mean, to at least this one's actually a pool. Feet deep, but the good news is the water is still pretty warm, so you don't. There is some fine editing during this segment. <laughs> okay, uh, so let's get some quiet while I watch. No problem. Need like a dry suit to go swimming down that far. The bad news is, well, it's also used for professional divers and even underwater film shoots, so good luck booking a slot within the next couple months. The bad news is, well, it's also used for professional divers and even underwater film shoots, so good luck booking a slot within the next couple months. Wait. Okay, stop, <laughs> hold on. Shit. Uh, something's wrong with the recording yes, again. Yes, he did repeat it twice. He did he oh. repeated it twice. Oh, thank <laughs> Christ, because I thought that was me. 
<laughs> like yeah. I, I no. was confused for a second as well, and then I realized, oh wait, somebody messed up their audio. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I too thought, uh oh, am I going insane? Did I miss something here? Was that, was that a joke? Was that like the good news is you won't be able to get, you won't be able to use this pool? But no, it basically repeats the same thing twice. So you can see the level of uh, care and editing that went into this video. Which is a oh, definitely the definition for pool for. You know, uh, a special... I guess it is. It's a specialized aquatic environment, but... Yep. Yeah, it's for scuba training. And it, I mean, this one's cool enough. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. And they do it, mention it, that it's used for, like, shoots and stuff like that, too. So right, I right. can imagine it's been used for movie sets at some point or another. But, I mean, it, it is good how they specifically say, you won't be able to go into this pool. <laughs> like, yeah. They basically tell you that right up front. Base, not, pretty much. You want to go in here? <laughs> Screw you, idiot. <laughs> yeah. You don't deserve to go like in this a... pool. Go back to like... Waterworld or your waiting pool. <laughs> <laughs> your kitty pool. Yeah, kitty the, pool. The, it's like they say about cooking shows. It's like it's them making food that you can't eat. So here's a pool that you will never be able to swim in. It's a yep. <laughs> Look at this, you water noob. Go back to Hurricane Harbor, Disneyland. <laughs> water noob. Right. Uh... That is a good description to be a water noob. Uh... Anyway, so... But yes, so <laughs> that was like silly, obviously. Yeah, and there's always this like ten minute. Yeah, and then we're getting like a montage footage. sequence, of um, some great shots of the Scoobers, um area junk. region. Yeah, it's it's always they, uh, they always have like two shots that they people doing the scuba equivalent of milling around the water cooler. Yep, mm -hmm. pretty much. Like, oh, that this... scuba diver's shy. Come on, come in. <laughs> like, it seems like this would be interesting if it wasn't just pool walls. Number eight. Like, they well, have nothing to interact with. I wish we got more shots of it, or I would actually rather even gotten a thing that was a shot of, a, like, footage that had been filmed there for movies. Yeah, like because... something. The fact that there's apparently, like, all crevices and almost, like, maze-like tunnels and everything, which makes sense for scuba driver uh, training, that is actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's one <laughs> that you deduct half a point from because of the bad editing, because of the bad Correct. editing. Correct. Correct. <laughs> the editing is very bad. Going to number eight. Yes. So if you go to a luxury hotel and spend a bunch of money on it, obviously you're gonna want a luxury pool to go with it, and this one is pretty much as over the top as you're gonna get. Marina Bay Sands Sky Park has the world's longest elevated swimming pool, and it's literally the height of luxury. It has like a vanishing edge and an insanely cool. So let me view. just say that with it this one, better. all literally, I could think of is that by uh, this would have been loads more interesting if I was watching oh, Travel Man instead. Even a <laughs> observatory deck with three <laughs> Singapore skyline. That is, if you could afford it. All I can think of is that episode of Archer that involved a pool like this. <laughs> you, know, you remember where uh, Kenny Rogers is trying to kill Archer? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's and Kenny Rogers. There, there's sorry. basically. Yeah. Th this is. I mean, th again, this is more or less cool. But uh, you you are realizing this is this appears to be just a big, like, paid 
travel advertisement of some kind, as far as I can tell. Like, it's literally, they keep putting YouTube travel up in the corner. Well, I wonder how much of these clips are actually fair use, but there's... But that's, yeah. Because they do use Number some seven. random YouTubers' uh, videos as well. I mean, it's kind of common. But yeah, I like would have pro- preferred watching Richard Iowati be awkward next to this pool than, <laughs> than that. This is a great location for a prayer and a pint. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny to, like, the probably three people who have uh, watched the Mitchell and Webb look. <sighs> Everyone should watch it. It's on Netflix. Remember that thing that's funnier than us? It exists. Yes, yeah. yes, it well, does. Well, Richard Iowati. So this is the British comedy episode of Destroy All Clickbait, where we yes. talk about all the good <laughs> British TV shows we watched. Next up, the pool at the Ministry of Silly Walks. <laughs> oh, dear. So we're going into number Hey, number can you seven, hear me, seven. Clem Fandango? Can I mean, it's kind me? of common knowledge that most people like their privacy, but do you think you'd ever go this not, far? Not if you get that right. So to give okay, a short explanation, enough. a group of architects made I this apologize. house the pool on the roof in the Greek <laughs> island. And I've got to be honest, the reason a, why is pretty it's crazy. Toast so the whole house is either hidden under the pool or built into the rock, and the pool itself acts like a huge mirror, so the whole house is basically invisible. With that reasoning and aside, is, the pool also has a more great. normal job, this, this since it's absolutely huge and perfect for swimming, especially because there's nothing else to do for miles. Video footage of it. Yeah, because it's a private photos. Number six. Yeah, well, it's, it's, now this pool is mostly pretty oh, cool, but their way of helping guests somebody is pretty possibly neat. owns this so building. Like a pool, they, they a broke river, into someone's house for the grand way pool. Yeah, water elevators. It really doesn't sound like a real thing. It's actually really cool and not hard to grasp at all. Yep. Yeah, it's because they're stealing footage from other channels. So this is really stupid, and you can see why once it comes up. just float your way to your destination. Because these people are not floating; they're all sitting on something. Yeah, and and this is not, and they talk about these pools like they're oh they're unique in the world. It's like I'm pretty sure lots of resorts have this exact thing. So it's a moist elevator that you can sit in. Yeah, because I mean, there's this footage. You see someone standing Ah. there, like they are not floating up. Oh, we somehow skipped all the way to number one and number two. (laughs) No, yeah, that's. Just to be confusing, they're now putting up the numbers number number one, number two. Yeah, again, they're just they're stealing footage from other channels. And wait, since we're doing the British comedy theme, da 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 da. Oh yeah, Benny Hill is in there too. No, that one will get us striked. Yakety Sax always gets people striked. Really? Yes. Even when it's done poorly, with basically the lip harmonica. Correct. <laughs> what? 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 What is YouTube's pro or Twitch's problem with Yakety Sax? I, I think it's more whoever owns Yakety Sax is not a nice person. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like John Williams in Star Wars. <laughs> John Williams is oh, fine. <laughs> so number five. Yeah, Anyway, five. Five. Yes, keep going. So if you were looking for a place to go on a super relaxing retreat, you probably wouldn't think of Utah, early. but it turns out they got something pretty cool to offer. The Homestead Resort has a set of... Oh, just so you know, there is a bit of a lag, because so Twitch does that around. because of games. Now I know yeah. what you're thinking. So that people can't cheat. might not be the most traditional place to go swimming, but it pretty much does everything. So this one I actually do think is cool. The only problem is is that people shouldn't actually do this in underground caves. Because you could die. 
Well, at least they've got, like, a lifeguard. Yeah, I no, the sign one. says no lifeguard on duty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, does it? I yeah. didn't even catch that. Yeah. The glare, ju- the glare from the uh, lighting just covers out no. But oh there are stories of kids who have gone into caves, found pools, went swimming in the pools, and oh pools God, often yeah. have, like, pockets of gas in them that end oh up being man. toxic and kills them. So... Don't do that. <laughs> Shit, either that guy really botched his dive or he did die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then this guy just belly flops because, Is this you know. viral video for the Descent 3? Correct. <laughs> Number four. Well, this is, see, this is a well-lit cave and there's like... Yeah, no, this, this watching is... Watching them over. Yeah, this is clearly a tourist thing, so I'm sure that they actually watch the pool and make sure it isn't toxic, but, like, you shouldn't do that in real life, is to go into to underground cave pools. God, no. You can die. (laughs) G.I. Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, that may be uh, too old for people. Um, Sailor Moon says. (laughs) That's still too old for some people. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I follow a cosplayer who's watching yeah. the who's watching Sailor the old Sailor Moon anime for the first time in her life, and that makes me feel incredibly old. Oh, God. <laughs> My age. What do the kids watch it? Oh, Logan Paul says, "Hey kids, try this at home." Uh, <sighs> too dark. Sorry. Hey kids, want to <laughs> see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to imagine that's what Logan Paul sounds like because I've never seen his videos, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll go with that. I haven't actually watched his videos either. I've watched videos of his videos. Yeah, I'm so. sure he sounds like um, Harvey Weinstein. Uh, shit, not Harvey Weinstein. I forgot. <laughs> Edit this out. We're just going for the horrible person trifecta here tonight. Probably. That's that's the other thing we're doing. <laughs> Shit, who is that actor anyway. now? Anyway. Okay, so Bali is already one of the most beautiful places on the planet. To be honest, this might be yeah, one of the most beautiful places four, in anyway. Like, you just, can easily tell there aren't point, any crazy gimmicks, because the Hanging Garden Resort is completely surrounded by forests. Oh, yeah. Swimming so in the Infinity Pool honestly makes you feel like you're right there in the Yeah, this, this, I mean, if, you're if this isn't hashtag sponsored content for these people, I'd be very surprised. This one, however, is, you know, this one's cool. It's cool, oh yeah, cool, it's, but a, it's, it's just the way they talk about this pool just sounds like it's more sponsored than anything else. And it's it's just it's a very nice pool. I'd love to be there right now, but it's just like it's a pool in Bali, and Bali is very nice. And I'm like, and you're up in the trees, yeah. yay! Yeah, if you're in a treehouse or whatever, which is kind of huh. neat. But man, it's it really sucks that ever since the Death Star battle, Endor's been gentrified. <laughs> yep, yep. This is what happens. Do you know how many Ewoks were displaced so they could make this <laughs> resort? <laughs> Murdery. They are, they are, of course, murder bears. As okay, I'll admit it. Yes, they, they are. They'll come back and, pool, they'll come back and bite the place out, of course. Right, so this pool is actually an illusion created by an artist for a museum a few years back, but it's insanely convincing. Like, even once you see the people breathing and talking on the floor of the pool, it still feels like they're this underwater, and you can even see the surface of the water above them. Like, it's pool. so clever that I'm just dying to know how they made it look so real. But at the same I time, I think all glass, it is, it is a sheet of glass with water running over it. You think there's, like, a really yeah. sheet of glass yeah. or what? I mean, I That's don't what it is. smart enough to figure it out. Like, Again. you guys are smart enough to figure out. Just 
No. <laughs> I'll leave it for you to decide. It's one of the the biggest cop outs from like when we were doing a school presentation and we <laughs> we had nowhere to end it on. So well, shit. I this one would have required actual effort on my part. Well, up to you, kids. <laughs> Basically, my work I here is done. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Okay, if there's one thing cooler than a natural pool, it's a natural pool right next to an ancient city. Iquila, mm. Mexico, was a sacred site for the Mayans. Yeah, yeah it is. But a much more crazy fact this they also doesn't for seem racist at all. Nowadays, there are no rituals <laughs> there. You have to share the water with a huge black anyway. catfish that still live there. So yeah, if you Wait, hold on. The fish and being 85. <laughs> <laughs> a few things. <laughs> I feel yes. that we really skipped over the most interesting thing was you do have to share the pool with a giant black catfish <laughs> yep. that lives there and then just sped along and it was like, no, go back. And, and he will repeat the whole ritual thing yeah. like and twice. He's going, you know, they, it's creepy because they did rituals here. It's like, well, first of all, okay. Rituals could be anything. You're you're kind of imply they did human sacrifice, but why not just say human sacrifice? It's pretty obvious they didn't commit human sacrifice. So you're trying to build it up. Yeah. Well, the catfish Uh, is more interesting. The other thing is, I feel a bit better about how shitty this Twitch video is, and that we are now looking at a YouTube (laughs) screen cap of a YouTube screen cap. (laughs) Yep. Yep. As I say, Hall of Mirrors, don't look too close, you'll fall in infinitely. No, if I really wanted to fuck with people, I would just open up the actual OBS window and do a screen and it would capture. And just go on forever. So that yeah. we would see the, window, see the window watching the browser, which is watching a YouTube video, which is itself watching a YouTube video repeated indefinitely. I keep a little ground level. It's actually pretty beautiful. As long as you can stop yourself from thinking about the horrifying Mayan rituals. A little bit. Horrifying Mayan rituals. Yes. That we won't go into because we don't know what they actually were. Yep, exactly. Just rituals. And then just a bunch of people jumping into this pool. Once... That's it. The Mayans used to perform horrible heathen rituals there. Smash cut to just, like, an old Mayan priest throwing bread into the water for the catfish. Yep. (laughs) It's like a koi pond, but we don't know what those are, because we're Mayans. Well, it's a catfish pond. They don't have koi. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Numero uno... Right, no, first we got the music montage. Yay! Which is the same footage we've just seen, but... Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Very, very pretty. But with with the framing problems fixed this time. Yeah. (laughs) And then, and then, we get synchronized diving. (laughs) The horrible Mayan rituals! I'm yeah. jumping into a yeah. pool no, 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 no. first. When, when white people do One it, minute. it's just having fun. When Mayans do it, it's horrible Mayan rituals. This one is just attributed to YouTube Red Bull. Are we yep. watching a fucking Red Bull <laughs> ad? Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. <laughs> pretty shameless. Also. Well, oh, yeah. these people clearly did not drink it because they should have wings. Uh, 
Right. Yeah, they shouldn't be Number following one, into the one. mysterious pool with the catfish. Don't give it to the catfish, or the catfish will have wings, and then we'll be it'll be piranha too with catfish. Anyway, uh, aerial catfish. Hold on, I have some calls to make to Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> Along with, Mayan ritual, along with Mayan ritual blood catfish, which has already been greenlit. Uh, ah, yeah. okay, good. And catfish NATO. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and number one. Fun fact of the day people have always gone to swimming pools to help their skin. I, this one I just like, can't Stop! imagine. <laughs> I'm stopping there because the first thing that came up can you drink entire pool? <laughs> and then it shows them emptying into a bucket, into a slop bucket, something that is not water. Yes. No. What do you want? What do you? What do you want to guess that? What that is? Eh? Yeah. I, I, I really want to hear what you think that is. Because I know what it is, and I... it, it kind of grosses me out personally. So. Well, okay. I know what it looks like. That I'm really hoping it isn't, but I also have a feeling, knowing my life, I'm not lucky enough for it to actually be something like milk. No, it is something... Not milk. It, it is something mundane, but it's not milk. <laughs> I, I'm just right, mentally weighing the odds that this is going to end with an Olympic-sized pool full of horse semen. No. Uh -huh. It is not that. I said no, mundane. It's nothing, so, nothing so mundane as horse semening. Like, oh. like somebody can go to a store and buy this. I've worked odd jobs in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I used to put in 12 hours down at the horse semen factory. And See, you say <laughs> that as a joke, but... <laughs> let's see what All right, let's... Let's, yeah, let's... Break this as I like that the whole time we're talking about it. The horse semen factory, there's just the caption, does it taste good? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clay. I mean, even when things get a bit more Survey crazy. Says. Warm beer. Okay. Them, because that's supposed to help their skin the most. Now, I don't know about you, but I've never heard of a beer pool before, especially not one that's supposed to act like a sauna. With that said, people still seem to love swimming in it, even if it's mostly beer. Okay, I have to, to pause. By all means. Go right ahead. There was a Mythbusters on this, and I'm racking my mind trying to remember because I believe that it's supposed to be a thing that you shouldn't swim in beer. Because, <laughs> no, because that there's a density thing you can't actually float in it as well as water, and it's easier to drown in. Well, I don't think really? they're, they're deep enough to like be more than, say, like a jacuzzi, you know? So we're going to have to, of course, start that discord. Is a jacuzzi a pool? <laughs> no. <laughs> but this... apparently to them, yes, because a waterfall is a pool. Uh-huh. Are hot dogs a pool? A pool? <laughs> oh, God. Don't, don't even say that, Ing. Not even a jest. <clears throat> oh, my God, crap. So, yes, e even the YouTube video that it, the footage is taken from doesn't call it a pool. It specifically says like a hot tub except filled with beer <laughs> and like, giving a shout out to great big story which appears to be one of the main sources that this uh, footage is stolen from 
Yes. I say as we're stealing footage and content from the person <laughs> who stole the footage from them. It's fine. We're we're re well, I can't say we're reacting to it because we we're can get taking sued it for back. that. <laughs> we're reclaiming it. We're taking back the night. We're was the subject of yeast, which is yeah. an ingredient, which live yeast cultures are an ingredient in beer. Yep. I, I also mean... want to add that if you're completely submerged in something which is effectively a giant culture of yeast, even, mm -hmm. shall we say, those of the penile disposition can experience the joys of yeast infection as well. Yeah, you guys just suffer through it differently than us. <laughs> yeah. Is the thing, I'm pretty sure that due to the anatomy, it's actually way worse. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, no! Oh, Think about it. I am now! Oh. It's harder, but I'm pretty sure that if you man, It's harder to contract, but I'm pretty sure if you manage it, you're in for a bad time. Yeah, that's true. Because I have heard of, of it being transferred that way. <laughs> um, but, oh, That's a candiru right there. Yeah. And, like, this goes on to say your skin is really soft afterwards. And it's just like, well, yes. That's why some women wash their hair in beer. Because <laughs> it adds softness and luster to your hair. Well, but I am not I going know. to bathe in it. Yeah. I didn't I did not know that beer would add softness and luster to your hair. That's uh Yes, that's it, interesting. it's supposed to be flat beer specifically. Mm. But um that is a thing that some women have done that they will rinse their hair in beer. Um huh. and it adds softness and luster to it. It huh. has something to do with the hops, I think, specifically. But huh. yeah, that is a thing. Women do weird things to their hair, FYI. <laughs> so, here's two more thoughts. Do people drink the beer? Because I'm, I'm a little worried, especially since this is German, that they are taking this beer that people have bathed in, basically marinated, forming a, and there's no better way to say that, but cocktail. And... Yep. Oh. <laughs> Then bottling it and selling it. I. <laughs> you mean, I mean, I want to say, of course not, Ing. Don't be ridiculous. See, you say but... that, but I know for a fact that there was a Kickstarter for vagina floral beer. In that what? They, yes, in that there was a Kickstarter for the idea of taking the bacterial and microbial flora from a woman's vagina and using it to brew and ferment beer. What? <laughs> Why? I, I mean, don't know. What 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 would that how I I I mean What? That's just that's just straight up that's just for pervs. Like yes. there's no other explanation for Oh yes, no, that makes a 
twice as tasty beer. No, it doesn't. Shut up. No, it, you're only you're getting the, off on it, and that's all there is the, to it. The whole commercial yeah, it's, was it's, about capturing the essence of beautiful women. Yeah, well, isn't that the same concept as men who like to drink wine from women's shoes? <laughs> That's, it's 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 is... essentially the same concept. It's just more gross. Yeah, that's, but you haven't a... made the wine from it. This is true, but you're still pouring it into a shoe that has been worn by somebody's feet. Yeah. I no, still think is, a that's... more comparable would be that it's like, ah, this is wine that was pressed using only the finest of supermodel butt cheeks. <laughs> Well, you know, wine, they do say traditionally it's supposed to be the Italian peasants who get in there with their bare feet and crush the wine and everything like that. Well, they, yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, this whole, you're using your vaginal floor, that is literally, to capture the essence of a beautiful woman, that is literally more or less the concept of the, the movie, or and I guess the book Perfume, the Story of a Murderer, <laughs> uh, which I, I really enjoy. That's a great movie if you haven't seen it. But it's, it's literally a serial killer is doing this. So don't 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 market it as something a serial killer would do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, it's 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 it's. I, I seriously doubt anyone's getting anything out of that, and if they are, they're kidding themselves. Uh, this is like the ads where, you know, women, they sell vibrators and for like, for some reason they can't advertise them as vibrators, so they say they're mas- back massagers or something. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's just, it's uh, just gross. No, 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 but even that one, they're, uh, they're, they're telling you it's for pervy things. I mean, they're not saying it in that many words, but they're being uh-huh. honest about it. Yeah. I mean, it's like the yeah. thing is like, exactly. hey, yeah, it's wink, wink, a back massage. Right. And yeah. it's to the point that, like, uh, Trojan now actually is just advertising portable vibrators, and they're just not saying what they're for. They're just having discussions with the women, like, saying, ah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. And it's like the thing, it was like, yeah, you know from context what this is, but we can't say it, but it is, and I'm going to trail off. We really took this to a much, after, just just simply a beer pool, and we took it to a really uh, We took it to a pun intended darker place. Oh. (laughs) Oh, Ing. Oh, Ing. Oh dear. God. Yes. But yes, the uh the we, we, we would have to sort of look up uh reviews of this one location. The the beer location. Oh to yeah, see if I'm anyone... gonna do that next. Right now I'm wondering there's about forty seconds left. And do I just end it here? Or do uh, I let it play out to the end to see if there's any more wacky editing? Uh, there isn't any more wacky editing, really. Alright, so I'll end it here. Yeah. No, it's... Yay! And then hit... Yeah, there you go. (laughs) We're a team. (laughs) Cool. Oh, yeah, I... uh, (laughs) How silly of me, how I could forgot the name. The beer is called the Order of Yanni. What? What? Order of Yanni like the singer? I believe it is as in Yoni. Yoni? Yeah, Yoni. Yoni, okay. 
Y- or maybe Yoni. Yoni. I mean, Yoni that's Wash. how I would pronounce it. But oh, must be. I, <laughs> I just meant look up. Oh my god! You must be of legal drinking age to enter this site. You don't say. Okay. Bottled Instinct, the first beer with vaginal lactic acid. Cripes. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. And what I especially like is uh, it's like movie. a slideshow on the thing, and one of the images oh is God. supposed to be a sexy woman writhing on the ground, but it kind of looks like she's dropped down dead. It's just, again, oh my god. This is just awkward. This is, this is what happens when advertisers have nowhere further to pass <laughs> the whole... <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's not... That's not great. When when they have nowhere no, further I'm to push the... i caps to put in the chat. Oh Some no. Some of these are great. <laughs> thought that was a good idea like like seriously uh-huh well somebody did and how long how now now of Save course they as will... buttfear.jpg <laughs> <laughs> ink down downing uh well now of course and then we'll say this, and then and that's we'll find out they all, now. they've all oh, made geez. like millions of dollars from this, and we'll be like, oh, now we're just sad, and they could buy and sell us a million times over from their probably vaginal beer. Literally, just it's they couldn't try harder to just sort of mash up stuff that bros like, basically. What if beer and vaginas together at last? Well, I mean, if men weren't so skeeved out by breast milk, that would probably be the other thing. But <laughs> men are skeeved out by breast milk, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm not skeeved out by it, but the whole, I'm going to drink it, maybe, might be a little bit much, I think, but hey. Well, well, whenever, like, so I forget what show it was on, but they fed, but they gave them ice cream and then told them it was made from breast milk, and then everybody got grossed out by it. It's just kind of like, that is that is actually the milk we are supposed to consume, as right. opposed to cow's milk, which we are not supposed <laughs> to consume. That's correct. It just, <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, no, you're correct. It's, oh, man. You just blew my mind, Abby. Whoa! I'm not so saying true. you should go out and try to consume it, but... <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a thriving industry in human breast milk as well. I'm, I'm sure that's something you can buy. And that's yeah. probably less weird than the vaginally brewed beer. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. If we're <laughs> judging on a bell actually... curve of kink shaming. <laughs> Yeah, at least at least with that with the the breast milk you can make you can make a fairly legitimate claim for health benefits or whatever because yeah. as you say it is the thing you're supposed to drink technically but yeah well if you want to get technical the vast majority of the human population <laughs> is not supposed to drink it a post weaning and yeah, it's it is true. Only, and it is literally indigestible <laughs> with any degree of comfort, as is any other oh, no. form of milk, and it is only a a, a f- 
statistically on the rarer side mutation that allows the processing of lactate. <laughs> yeah. uh... Yes, that, that, that is kind of interesting. That whole thing Holy about, shit! Oh fuck, know, fuck. can we get white supremacists really... to do the uh, milk chugging challenge? No, 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 hear me out on this. Oh, the well, milk chugging challenge! Milk yeah, yeah. So white supremacists... So yeah, because, it, as alluded to, the major the in what we in genetics called the wild type or the dominant trait of the human population is lactose intolerance. Lactose tolerance is the mutant trait. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah. So white supremacists have taken that as a point of pride that they have the superior baby juice drinking genes. <laughs> And so they've been doing uh, milk chugging challenges or that. So I'm, here's my, here's my thought: Can we get them to do milk chugging challenges and then reveal to them it's breast milk? Oh my god! <laughs> well, I mean, you could do that with even you could do it with soy milk. That would be even funnier. <laughs> Uh, with all their with their reaction to soy that they have, that that freaks them out. But yeah, or, I assume they probably have the same reaction to almond milk as well, <laughs> <laughs> which does yeah, taste well, different. But they probably wouldn't notice. Yeah, no, but the soy the soy thing is a thing where you oh, know yeah. the the yeah. weirdos on the internet are obsessed with the idea that soy is going to reverse their hormones and feminize them or some nonsense. And although. People do have soy allergies as well, so that's well, the only other problem. People have milk allergies. That's the whole that's the whole point that we're talking about. This is yeah. literally them believing that soy milk, which is a thing that has existed for quite a long time, mm-hmm. uh, soy in general, and which literally a huge chunk of the human population eats, uh, is literally going to like turn you gay or something. I don't even or remember what they're feminize it will you. Feminize you because okay. So the actual science. <laughs> the actual science uh-huh. there are chemicals called ice called isoflavins which first of all word of the day because that's fun to say and it, it uh. everyone just takes some time to say in a professor frink from the simpsons voice isoflavins which are <laughs> weak phytoestrogens oh, no. <laughs> that is estrogen like compounds for plants uh-huh. And soy, soy beans, of which tofu and soy milk come from, are strong in these. Of course, etrogen okay. is much stronger than it, so no, ingesting this will not actually give you a dose of plant estrogen, which is basically oh, what it is. That's a relief. <laughs> plant, plant estrogen. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it's what's going to compound you. that plants use, not. Obviously, for the same thing. I'm not implying that, like, you could take isoflavins and inject it into a sunflower to get it to grow tits, but no, it is a (laughs) plant-based estrogen-like compound. Fair enough. But, I mean, doesn't the human body... Don't both genders have a certain amount of estrogen anyway? Yes. It it is a hormone that all humans have to have. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> to various degrees, is... and actually, um, estrogen goes through when it travels through the blood-brain barrier Mm-mm. to affect 
the brain, it actually goes through a process which converts it to testosterone. Oh, oh. that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. This is getting entirely too educational, Aang. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I'm he amazed. He knows things. Yeah, I, I, he does. He knows about <laughs> clowns. He knows about biology. Try to guess what my previous <laughs> but, jobs were. He knows about clowns, horse semen, biology. This <laughs> is painting a dog <laughs> picture. <laughs> Horse semen is the bridge between those two uh, professions. Yeah. <laughs> I spent a summer working at the clown farms. <laughs> Where they grow the freshest clowns. <laughs> but it is interesting, though, that, uh, that there's real... I mean, you're telling me this, I'm like, oh, there's actually something vaguely resembling a fact that inspired them to think this stuff. I thought that was just their usual nonsense, but I guess... You know, a lot of their nonsense is technically based on fact, it's just extremely misinterpreted fact. I guess so. There you go. Like, like, soy has estrogen in it. This will make Mm. us all ladies, so therefore we should not eat it. Plant estrogen-like cabbage. (laughs) So, no, they're they're all... Okay, so... How wrong, so too late. How wrong is this? Several things. One, I'm pretty sure it would not be effective. And someone feel free to correct me on this. If you took a vial of estrogen and drank it, I'm pretty sure a reason. there's a reason that it is in, I want to say, um, in, injection? Or maybe pill? Okay. Uh, then this is how you can tell that I am very cis. But you, I'm pretty sure that you cannot absorb that much simply by drinking it, because, you know, digestion breaks things down. And if you could, um, uh-huh. you know what actually would probably have more, like, sex hormones in it? actual meat because it fucking right. cow yep. you yes. know cows uh-huh. would have estrogen as uh-huh. would mm-hmm. you know uh female pigs mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah and and yeah hormone that well they say that uh I'm, again this is probably an urban legend but there have been people who say oh you know kids today go through puberty faster because of all the hormones they put in uh in beef and pork and things, growing them up. I have no idea if that's true or not. Yeah, but, but... that's growth hormone, and that's... That's, that's a still, little different. That's maybe... One, that's maybe stronger. Two, also, that's a thing that, like, when you're uh, uh, juicing, like, for bodybuilding, and that I, you do it by injection, not just banging it back like a protein shake. Ingestion, and, yeah. yes. Yeah, and I I don't know. In my classes, they were kind of firm that was inconclusive, and they want to say that it's actually people are sexually maturing at about the same rate. It's just that kind of with the growth hormone things, people have grasped onto the number of outliers at one end of the bell curve. Oh, okay. And they're saying that this is something new, and the kind of thought is that, no, this is something that's always happened, but we just kind of have these two things. They're two unrelated plot points, Hmm. uh, data points, maybe? We don't know. It could be two, 
but I, I'm just saying that's what it came in, you know, when I was uh, in college with Mitt Romney in meat class. <laughs> what? Wait, where did Mitt Romney come into this one? <laughs> oh, uh, Mitt? Uh, yeah, Mitt Romney famously in his transcripts got a D in a college class. For, oh, called meats. Yeah, for scientific, for, for c- covering the science uh, requirement, called meats. <laughs> that, that wasn't no, it wasn't Mitt Romney though. It was um, it was uh. Oh shit! The, it was uh, Rick Perry. Fuck. Rick Perry. Yeah, that's who. It was. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're practically the same person, so it's okay. <laughs> I think I think I could believe Mitt Romney is relatively intelligent. I think. Uh, Rick Perry is the guy who desperately Look, wants Mitt to Romney would have at least gotten a B plus and beat. <laughs> <laughs> no, who are we kidding? He would have aced the meat pro. He would have. It's it's the coffee class that comes afterwards that he can't participate in. Oh, um, that's right. He would have gotten an A one in meat. <laughs> oh, ooh. Well done. Okay, so uh, does anyone else have any clickbait for us this week? Now that we've <laughs> gone on, I mean, does anyone care what Muppet they are? Um, yes, I yes, very I much do. do. Yes. <laughs> All right, let me give you guys. Uh, the I, link. I had kind of a vague topic, but now that we're into Muppets, go on. Yes, Buzzfeed.com. Because the other quiz I took was everyone has a combo. Hold on. Everyone has a com- is a combo of two Disney princesses. Which one are you? And this is such a fucking cop out. But I got Princess Leia and herself. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> is it at least young Leia and old Leia? No, it's just Leia. I mean, maybe that's what they were going for, but it would have been nice if they did a picture of Princess Leia and Are also you General you Leia. Even... <laughs> <laughs> so this is what Homeworld thinks of fusion. Um, <laughs> Alright, so let me go through this test there. Everyone oh. has a Muppet that matches their personality. Here's yours. Uh-huh. Yes. So pick a pattern, and there are several okay. patterns. I'm going to pick the stained glass one. Yeah, this is how oh. all BuzzFeed quizzes are. All right. Yeah, so what? Uh, let's crowdsource this. What word best? What word describes my best quality? Creative, smart, funny, stylish, cool, honest. All of them. Uh, yeah, flattery. <laughs> It will get you everywhere. Well, we know <laughs> Avi's isn't honest now. Oh, I'm waiting for this to just turn into what's your favorite animal? Frogs, pigs, bears. <laughs> oh well, the next thankfully one. they don't do that. What word describes your biggest flaw? Bossy, awkward, flakely, impatient, aloof, or corny? So I'm clicking awkward. Pink, uh... corny. <laughs> Pick a drink between root beer, whiskey, tea, champagne, chocolate milk, and martini. Uh-huh. Oh, shit, there's snack, no coffee, really? which would be the obvious one. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Go with root beer, I guess. I th- and it's clear that the tea... See, I'm guessing right here that tea is going to make you more like Kermit because of the Kermit drinking tea meme. Yeah. <laughs> the, tea, the tea lizard meme that we're all familiar with. 
Oh, Pick a snack, brownies, pretzels, cookies, and I have a feeling that one's flagged to one specific Muppet. <laughs> Call it a hunch. <laughs> Macaroons, popcorn, and avocado toast. Yep. Avocado toast. Because it's BuzzFeed. Yeah. Oh, yes. Is there a millennial Muppet? I don't know. Walter, no, fuck I I, I'm I cooking the avocado toast because I want to see what that leads towards. Um, <laughs> if you were a celebrity, what would you be most famous for? Acting, directing, music, social media, game yep. show hosting, or <laughs> I don't want to be famous? Again, a fairly blatantly obvious uh, tell for what Muppet... <laughs> that I'm selecting I don't want to be famous because I'm interpreting uh, this as you're famous despite your pleas to be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a TV show, Black Mirror, 30 Rock, The Crown, Mad Men Friends, and RuPaul's Drag Race. Mad Men. That's quite an array of shows. Uh, I'm going to be honest, there's none of these that I actually watch. Ah. Not even Black Mirror? Come on. I haven't seen it. I actually haven't seen it. Neither have I, actually. Oh, it's great. Anyway, um, it's it's very small. It's an old man yelling at a cloud, uh, <laughs> but it's really well done. <laughs> I still I, so, I, I love the show, but I've never laughed harder at anything than I did at uh, Ortberg saying, um, uh, "What if uh, describing it as what if phones, but more so? <laughs> no, what if what if phones, but too much? That's okay. pretty accurate." All right, okay. well, I can rule awesome. out Friends right away since I actually don't like that show. I guess by default it's going to be uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, since that's the one I've seen the most of via my wife watching it. <laughs> ah. right. And I got Gonzo. Okay. okay. Oh, well, that seems appropriate. Yeah, so it's well calibrated. <laughs> I got this time, Bear. BuzzFeed. <laughs> Just as a reminder, get... this is the same website that broke a major fucking news story. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you don't know what's coming out of fucking BuzzFeed, but they do a lot of clickbait. Uh-huh. That's the... Do you, do you want to guess who I got? Before Who'd we... you get? I got Janice. Who? Janice. Janice? Janice? Oh, the yeah. one without eyes. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Janice Joplin Muppet of the yeah. band, basically. Yeah. Oh, Electric free... Mayhem. Yeah, uh, Electric yes. Mayhem, exactly. Yes. Which which suggests there's quite a lot of Muppets in the database that you can get her. But um, maybe she's one of the only female Muppets other than Miss Piggy, so I guess that, that might be why. But Of the original cast, yeah, she's she's one of the few female Muppets. So uh, You get Wardolf and Stantler? That would be amazing. Oh, that would be so okay. cool. Let's go through You're gonna this, try now. I'm going to try to get to calibrate it best on Waldorf and Stantler. So I'm picking the monochrome pattern. The... <laughs> going to pick honest for best quality. Probably aloof for worst quality. Pick a drink, whiskey. <laughs> picking popcorn. A snack, popcorn. Mm -hmm. If you were famous, what would it be most famous for? Um, Game show hosting? Social media? Maybe? I don't know. I guess social I'll go media. with social media. Pick a TV show, Mad Men. Damn it, I got yeah. Rolf! Same. <laughs> and I didn't choose all the same things you did. Alright, trying again. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure the pattern's right. Going with... 
I'll go with funny this time. And go... No, 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 no. Corny would get me Fonzie Bear. So I'll do... I'll try aloof again. Whiskey's definitely the right way to go. Or would it be champ? No, okay. Whiskey popcorn. I'll go with don't want to be famous and... Oh, of course, the crown. Damn it, I got Rolf again! <laughs> I have never heard someone so angry get Rolf. Damn it, Rolf the dog! I, I, I gotta be honest, I don't think Statler and Waldorf... Based on the comments, there's I don't think there's that many options, so I don't think Statler and Waldorf are in there. Yeah, I think they... Which is kind of a shame. I'm gonna be yeah. honest, since I've intentionally involved music to not get Rolf, it's clear that Whiskey just, like, defaults you to Makes Rolf, you Rolf now. Yeah. That's his drink. That's weird, that Whiskey is his drink. I don't know if it's ever referenced in the show at all. Well, no, it's a kid's show. I don't think they're going to have him drinking a lot of whiskey. You'd be, but... you'd be surprised. <laughs> they wouldn't say it's whiskey. No, they Rolf wouldn't. the dog whiskey. <laughs> oh, yeah, which, I mean, oh my god, which leads to a wonderful internet haul of from Muppet Wiki fandom, powered by Wikia, Muppets imbibing alcohol. <laughs> I guess it's somebody's fish. Which is an instances in which Muppets invited alcohol or where is implied. <laughs> what? Okay, give us a link. Give us a link. Come on. Which I will read out some of my favorite ones that I got there <laughs> since this show is fucking We Read the Internet. Uh-huh. Cookie Monster I... drinks a cocktail. What? With Julie Andrews. <laughs> With Julie Andrews on Sesame Street. He doubts the drink while the song Big Spender is played. <laughs> A different era. You could have your, your, your kid's show, your beloved kid's show icon. In the Muppet Show, Waldorf is seen holding a glass of brandy. The brandy glass reappears in photo mosaics as a Muppet.com as promotion for the Muppets. Apparently, Oscar's Yucky Scotch was a Henson Company liquor label as a production gift. <laughs> so, Oscar likes Scotch. FYI. <laughs> I think uh, I think with uh, Oscar would be more of a Thunderbird man myself, but hey, what do I know? Kermit tries to avoid his date with Dolly Parton by hiding at a bar during a 1987 Dolly episode. However, he reveals he's just been crying into his glass of Perrier. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, they have to they have to back off from it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jeez. Stallone singing a bird in a cage. I remember that. Statler and Waldorf claim Miss Piggy's hitting the sauce again after she dunks her pizza strip into some dipping sauce <laughs> in a pizza <laughs> commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit the Frog orders a grasshopper at a bar. Uh-huh. The Wow, there's a there's a lot of them. <laughs> They're pretty thorough. This is a huge fucking article. Oh no, fandom wikis are intense, man. Like, oh, there's a Fraggle Rock episode with radish beer, apparently. 
but then they, but then Wembley tells them that they shouldn't be drinking it because it's bad for you. In- interestingly, I just did a search. Nothing for Rolf the dog. No, he's on there. Uh, further down, it says yeah. Rolf the dog owns a tavern in the Muppets, an establishment typically like a bar where the menu is primarily alcoholic beverages that may also sometimes offer food. So he has a tavern. There were definitely. Uh... And Sam the Eagle wakes up at a restaurant at the end of Jungle Boogie, having experienced a fever dream, looks at his drink and asks, what exactly is in a Mai Tai anyway? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I, in a, in a lot of senses, I'm not surprised that there's a lot of humor around alcohol, but I didn't realize it was this much. I'm going to read is... one out loud, because this is why I love the uh, Muppets, the revive show that everyone but me hated. Uh-huh. And this is, to be fair, out of context. Uh-huh. But it's gonna sound funny, hopefully. Uncle Deadly unwinds after work with the old familiar burn of a martini. His refreshment is interrupted by Gloria Estefan getting into his drink. <laughs> by the end of the episode, he's what, learned his lesson and orders two drinks, but Gloria Estefan vomits on his suede boots. Oh my god! Yeah, I, oh. I, I, I now that time has passed, I almost want to go back and <laughs> and watch that show, uh, yeah. the the new the new Grim and Gritty Muppets. I know it wasn't really Grim and Gritty, but yeah, it does sound odd that they tried to to make it that way. But yeah, I was surprised it wasn't showing up here. I was like, they must have drunk a lot on that show. Kermit enjoys a mosquito mojito. Why why does this article even exist, for God's sake? Because why not? Like I said, fandom wiki is Here's a good comment which justified the experiment. Oscar likes trash, so he drinks Jaeger. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. There's also smoking Muppets and and Muppets with anatomically functioning mouths. What? Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, Look, I'm going to be honest. There's many ways that sentence could have ended, and mouths is by far the best one. (laughs) Exactly. I was leaping out of my chair, and then he said mouths. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that always did creep me out a little as a kid, where the Muppets would, like, eat things, and it would actually, like, like, and it would disappear. Yeah, Cookie Monster had, like, a hole for food, right? Like, he would eat stuff. No, he didn't. No, 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 he just, chew- no? He just like, chewed it up, and it just went everywhere. I, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I thought some of it, and it went down. Who, so, what's a, where, where did, when did a Muppet have the ability to, like, eat and not... Let me see. Uh, not just spray it everywhere. I like <laughs> this is horrible podcasting, but... That's okay. Well, there's a bunch of GIFs, or GIFs, whatever you like, of various Muppets uh, on the Muppet Show in Sesame Street drinking. Sesame Street. Yes. Drinking various drinks. Uh, Also, blowing things out like candles. Again, that's the best way that sentence could have ended. (laughs) Spitting... Eating. This is very suggestive that you follow up spitting right after blowing, but go on. 
And then after that, eating. Why does your mind always go there, Aang? Because why? nobody can see what I'm looking at. That's why. <laughs> but, and then that article leads to Muppets eating other Muppets. Muppets oh who grow God. teeth and tongues. And items other than cookies consumed by Cookie Monster. <laughs> fandom wikias are just insane. Oh my god. Well, nothing... <laughs> nothing will ever top the chair entry in Wikipedia, of course, but... Uh... <laughs> the Wikipedia entry on breasts is up there. Breasts, yeah. That was... No, that's That beats it, I guess. The breasts entry. And I should Please note... consider your phrasing. I should note that the image of Kermit sipping the tea is on this article with the functioning oh. mouse. Uh-huh. <laughs> Makes sense. <sighs> it must have a big... Uh, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going to go into like the mechanics of that, and I'm like, nobody wants it, to hear that. Let's, it's let's CGI. Not into how that works. <laughs> yeah, CGI. It says it's, it's CGI. <laughs> really? It's CG- yeah, that's what they say on the article. And then they have a separate section that's just CGI stuff that they've done. <laughs> okay. Wow, that it seems like a plastic bag would do just as well and save them some money, but I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. But it was worth it for the oh my god. So Vampiric Yoda in the comments is saying, We will not have Muppet Vor. <laughs> oh my god, no, look, the Muppets are Probably responsible for 90% instances of the four fetish. <laughs> now I have to look at that article. Uh-huh. Oh, There's yeah, a- that's right. Kermit gets eaten in the early days. Yeah, they, they, I think when it was like salmon friends, there's some really yeah. disturbing... There's one, there was like a one Muppet that just ate everything all the time or whatever. <laughs> like ate his own face off or something. Ugh. Genji Ito's Muppet Babies. Oh, God. (laughs) I'd I'd read it. Yeah, so that article not only has the Muppets, it also has Fraggle Rock, Dinosaurs. Oh, Dinosaurs (laughs) is full of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Is Dinosaurs still on Netflix? It was. Um, For a minute, I thought... Meant like on TV. It's like no, it yeah, ended no. several decades ago. It was one of those shows that did get a lot of reruns, though, like yeah. like daytime reruns. Uh-huh. So that's how I watched it. Hey, I still like a new episodes of the Jack Parr show. When is more? When are we getting new episodes of Gentle Ben? <sighs> Bring back Sheriff Lobo. Uh, when will the matlock come out? Oh, well, I'm glad I, I was able to inspire this odd Muppet tangent. <laughs> yep. Well, everything's better with Muppets, really. So This is true. Can't go wrong there. Um, did we have... Uh, okay, that was yours. Ing, did you have anything, or did we... I kind of wanted to see if maybe we could get some discussion not on anything in particular. Well, um, not on, like, a specific clickbait, but kind of on a, for lack of a better term, genre of clickbait we're getting. Okay. Okay. Like, on topics that are coming up on it. And has everyone here seen A Wrinkle in Time? I have not seen it yet, no. I haven't seen it yet either. 
Never mind then, we're moving on. Um <laughs> oh, no. I read the book and I I was uh, I I remember the book uh quite well from my childhood, but uh I guess Uh yeah, we... but basically the where I was going with that is that um that's kind of being pretty slammed. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that a bit. Uh, the the general I was actually just commenting on that. It was interesting because the comments people like on both sides. To be honest, uh, mm-hmm. people are kind of going, you know, some, they're not allowing for people to just have their own taste. <laughs> and it's, oh, and it's, that yeah, it, it's. I mean, there's people who love it, and it seems like it's really aimed very squarely at kids, and it's the kind of thing that kids, especially young girls, probably enjoyed a lot, and Mm -hmm. adult male critics were probably like, ugh, whatever. You know what I mean? And and that seems to be the divide there, from what I've read. Ah, Uh, okay. And, yeah, like, because the critics have not been amazing with it, and the user reviews have not been great, but it's not... You know, it's it's a it's a movie for little girls, basically. Um, right. So the the appeal is not, and and it's getting a little more pushback than it usually does <laughs> when when something like that comes out um, because a lot of movies are for kids and they're not that great, but you know, kids enjoy it, and then we kind of go, oh, that was garbage. But I think people feel protective of this movie because I think people feel protective of Ava DuVernay, who's the director, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oprah <laughs> as well, I guess. Oprah and, uh, and Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. Not so much Reese Witherspoon. No, no. <laughs> and just and even the book itself, I think yeah. a lot of people uh, are are big fans of. So I think there's there's sort of a, I think there's a feeling that it's the kind of thing people get dumped on. I, I have to admit, like I I am excited to see it. I definitely want to see it. Um, and generally, I've heard a lot of people say they thought it was great, especially if they saw it with a child. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, but have, so, but you've seen it, right, Ing? Yes, I uh, did see it this weekend with my wife. Okay. And you liked it? Um, I yeah, I overall liked it. It isn't my favorite movie of the year, but it is a bit surprising seeing how negative the reviews were. But then again, also mm. for reference, uh, I like the Super Mario Brothers and the uh, Silent Hill movie, so right. maybe that's a disincentive, but... I mean, so bad it's good should be its own genre of movie in a lot of cases, but I don't. I can't imagine that this movie falls into that. Mm. It's just, you know, sometimes a thing isn't for you, and that's okay. You can still judge it based on, like technical things, you know? Yeah, there's a a few technical things or minor stuff that I had with it. It didn't fall into... Ruin the experience. Yeah, fall into, for me, declaring it garbage. Right. And I'm gonna be a little honest, especially given some bell curve that we get. For example, I have trouble seeing how, you know, we can slam it so much when Suicide Squad is an Oscar-winning movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A technical Oscar, but yes. Even Fair still, it it's was an Oscar-winning up, movie. It was up you know against Star Trek Beyond. Is... That was still bullshit. Yeah, no, I agree. I completely agree. You know, it's funny. Oprah was going to be in Suicide Squad. Or they talked about Oprah being in Suicide Squad, too. Really? Uh, they, to get her to be uh, uh, Amanda Waller. Which ah. would have been amazing. Like, that oh, would have that, been so... Uh, okay, I would have loved that movie then. 
it's and I mean Alfred Woodard is great. Don't get me wrong, I love her oh, too. Yeah. But but just that that would have been Oprah. Like this is Oprah's return to movies, uh, Wrinkle in Time. It would have been. It could have been Suicide Squad, which would have been just something else. Like that would have been incredible. Yeah, but I think I think she knows that that's not her return to movies. <laughs> Yeah, it's too bad if they if it had been a, like a, if they'd done it right, it would have been perfect uh, oh. for her as Amanda Waller. But yeah, it was it was it was this sort of grimy pile of nonsense with very badly edited movie. Uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, but yeah. So I would actually probably compare A Wrinkle in Time most to the Narnia movies. Okay, right. and especially in <laughs> the sense of what. I perceived as flaws of the movie and what seemed to be the consensus for it. And yeah, uh, the Narnia didn't get this much pushback on it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think Nar- Narnia kind of got, like, the first one got the attention, and then afterwards people just sort of stopped paying attention to them because they were, they were kind of being ground out less and less enthusiasm as they kept going. A little bit. More, right? And they're also just kind of there truth be told and i think if they do the other books the same thing will probably happen with a wrinkle in time where Mm. a lot of attention will be focused on just this one movie and if they do the sequels like um so ing and i have some mutual friends that i was hanging out with them the other day and i told them that a wrinkle in time is one of five books and neither of them knew that (laughs) granted i don't think either of them had read the books and i started reading A Wrinkle in Time like at least three times as a child and I don't know why I was never able to finish the book. (laughs) I don't know why. Just something always ended up stopping me from finishing the book. I only ever read like maybe the first two chapters. So Hmm. not that because it was a bad book or it was badly written but for just some strange reason I just could never ever finish the book. Maybe I can now as an adult. But Weirdly I was the same way with like I think it's the third book A Swiftly Tilting Planet. Okay. Uh, I, I, I read the first book. I read A Wind in the Door. I like them both a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I think the next one is A Swiftly Tilting Planet. For some reason, I just I couldn't get through that one. I don't know why. Huh. It, it, and the funny thing is they're, they're kind of dark books. Like, there's some creepy stuff. I kind of wanted to see this movie. I was thinking of seeing this movie with my nephew, but, you know, he's five, and I actually feel like that might be too young for this movie. No, I think, I, I think that's okay, because... I think one of the pushbacks it's getting that I can understand is I believe the creepier elements have been toned down for the movie. Ah. Uh... And that was a sense I got there. And yeah, it's actually, that touches upon what I wanted to talk about with film critique. And I found myself kind of falling into this and backing off that said, you know, you have to make a distinction between whether you're criticizing the film or... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. basically saying, well, this isn't what I would have done. Ah, mm. yes. And I found it out. It's like, you know what? Yeah, this isn't what I would have done if I was making the movie, but mine probably would skew to an older audience. Right. Or definitely yeah. would have uh, different visual things. And yeah, it's fine as an interpretation of it. And I'm thinking that's one of the reasons. Although I am also surprised since I saw an interview with the director whose name escapes me in an embarrassing brain fart. Ava DuRay. Ava DuRay, where she said that apparently this interviewer was the first white person to um, pick up on what I thought was a fairly major 
sort of theme or motif in the movie, and that surprised me. So, huh. who knows, like, well, maybe a lot of people are kind of missing it because it's not for them. Sorry, what theme was that? that they picked oh, up? it's not a scene, it's a theme, uh, specifically right. um, the main character's hair. She has natural hair, and anxiety and kind of, like, shame over that is kind of brought up for one of the insecurities. Oh, okay. And okay. apparently mm. a lot of people didn't pick that up, which was right. surprising to me. Well, that's another case of, that's not my experience, so I yeah, don't right. understand it. Yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is clearly, it's, you know, it, there's, it was aimed at a certain audience and the sort of the tells that you usually get with sort of nerdy white boys. Instead, yeah. they're aimed at, I guess, uh, you know, a nerdy black girl or a nerdy, uh, you know, and she was mixed race too, which is apparently something that a lot of people were appreciating about the movie. Yes. But again, it's it's those sort of things that, you know, that, you know, you cater, they cater to people in a certain way. And then, you know, uh, you, when it's not catering to you, you kind of, you, you you maybe you don't think of that being the reason, but that's something that makes you push back a little bit about against it. And I mean, to be fair, I am I, like a lot of people who are criticizing it, and I can sort of half see this and half not see it because a lot of people are. So, I, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I don't know. But a lot of people are going, "Oh, people are just it's this movie's mediocre, and people are praising it because it's it's woke or whatever. It's because it's got a multiracial cast and everything like that." And I mean, just like, I, on the one hand, yes, I can see people, it's it's not, you shouldn't just rush to praise something just because it checks the right boxes, mm-hmm. but it really seems like there are people who really enjoy the movie, genuinely and enjoying it. It's and, not just... And from what I've seen, it doesn't look like it, it falls into that trap of tokenism, because that's right. what they're actually trying to complain about. But it doesn't seem like it's doing that. Yeah, because no, if it did, then she would be black, the boy would be white, and then their friend would either be Chinese or Hispanic. <laughs> I, I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, like that—that—that's just... what would actually happen if it—if it was true tokenism, and that's not what—that's ha- not—that is not what is happening at all. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the it's sort of I, in the run up to Black Panther. Uh, people were really going, oh, we've got to support this movie and just show them, and and they did. And, I mean, it was a really good movie, obviously. Um, and I think there was some of that also going on for Wrinkle in Time. And I think the feeling is sort of right after Black Panther, which is really good, then that people saw Wrinkle in Time, it maybe wasn't quite as much of an all-quadrant uh, crowd-pleaser as much as that one was. So people felt like that was being foisted on them or whatever in a way that uh, you know, they 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 wouldn't say that about Black Panther because it was just such an enjoyable movie. Uh, right. For for basically, I mean, everyone seems to enjoy Black Panther. I haven't heard anyone go, "Oh, I was terrible." I mean, there's some you know trolls lurking in the corners of. The I have heard that, but... one person say that it was all right. Like that is the worst I have heard about Black Panther. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him! Yeah, I, you know, part of me can almost appreciate the contrarianism of just being like, "No, I'm going to be the one guy who doesn't like Black Panther." For God's sake, not everyone should love this movie. You know, what I mean, the Armand yeah. White, as it were. Of the, actually, now that I think about it, Armand White probably didn't like the movie, right? Am I am I wrong about that? I don't know who I that have is. No idea. But I'll trust you. 
Yeah. He's, he's the most famous contrarian. He always, if he thinks everyone's going to hate a movie, he loves it. And if he thinks everyone's going to love a movie, he hates it, basically. Oh. Uh, and that's his that. replacement for a personality? Probably. It, uh, exactly, yes. <laughs> and he's been reviewing for literally decades. He's, he's pretty well established. Hmm. And, ironically enough, he's black. So, um, he's... But that, that's... Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm almost positive now I read him saying he thought Black Panther was terrible and it was... I don't know. But he, he he heaps praises on the Transformers movies. Like, he's he's clearly doing it to get a rise out of people at this point. Ah, he's he's okay. quite famous for that, you know. Because so. Black Panther by no means is a perfect film. It definitely has its issues, but that doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. Freeman. <clears throat> no. And the same thing you could say about everything, truth be told. So, <laughs> But, I mean, it, it was just such a success as well as being a huge hit. Like, yeah. of, of the movies that are in, I mean, it's already getting in, It's I think it's already in the top ten of all time, earners. It's in the and, top five. Yeah, it's it's getting up there. And compared to some of the ones that are in there, you know, like, Avatar is still number one. You're like, you know, that's one of the better movies on that list, really, <laughs> as far as it goes. So, it's hard not to kind of root for it in that regard. It's about something, you know, which is always a, a nice uh, change from for, for blockbusters. And that's people true. have been... People have been saying that lately. Sorry if I'm babbling a lot here, but uh, people have been saying that lately about um, movies in general, but especially like the last, like Thor Ragnarok was kind of about, you know, colonialization, which yep. Black Panther is more explicitly about. Yes. Uh, you know, some of the stuff in obviously The Last Jedi um, was a little bit edgier. And these are all like huge blockbuster movies, but they're tackling some pretty, you know, heavy stuff really when you get well, into it. Well, truth be told, nothing interesting, it, nothing is ever going to be interesting if it doesn't in some way reflect our own world, so. Well, that's never stopped Hollywood from trying to make billions of dollars. Oh, of course and, not. You know, if anything, it's, we don't want to offend anyone, we don't want to, we don't, not even that we don't want to say anything that most people would think of as good, but it's still, you know, oh, it's making people think, and it might. Well, it's important to remember order. that Black Panther is is also groundbreaking in that it basically had an entire cast and crew that was entirely black, and that doesn't happen in Hollywood. And right. so Hollywood basically figured that this movie would not do well, or it would right. not do well enough in international markets. And right. it yeah. is doing incredibly well in international markets. And that's that's the other surprising thing about the movie, is right. that it's doing well overseas. And yeah. for, for that to happen is bizarre. Yeah. But I and think... I'm part of it is because everyone is rallying behind this movie so other people are also like okay let's see what the big deal is about right yeah it gets a certain critical mass and everyone wants to go see it anyway like once it's gotten to a certain uh, certain thing and and sh- and I, I part of me always winces when it's like oh it's so great that this movie has made billions of dollars i'm like it's, it's a hollywood movie it's you know it's not it's not gonna it, it, it nobody's gonna see that movie money except you know the people at Disney and the yeah. people who are in the movie, uh, it's it's reluctant to act like that's going to be a, this world shattering thing. But it is true that mm-hmm. that definitely puts a you know that should put a, a a stake in the idea that you know oh well if it's got a you know heavy black cast then it won't do well overseas or it won't make a certain more than a certain amount of money and blah blah blah. And I have to agree that is pretty heartening. You don't you, you know I, I as much as I don't like you know cheering on 
billion dollar blockbusters as if they needed anyone's help cheering them on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is, I guess, a bit of an exception in this case in that it probably does yeah, make a bit I mean, I can get, I can get that. That's my instinct, too. But it is also what I'm thinking. It's like, you know, to be fair, the people who have been making the movies and getting into the door in this stuff have always been people who look kind of like me. So it it is something that I can't I can appreciate you know seeing this be successful even if it does you know largely go to the mouse because right. that and to to go back to like why a lot of kind of crappy movies seem to get made all the time it's often because even though they don't do well domestically they do very well internationally or well enough internationally to make that money back right and yes. So and vice versa. That's what they, they they didn't think that would happen with Black Panther. Yeah. It's actually funny that they sorry, Ing, you were gonna say something. Oh, and vice versa, some movies that have done uh well or were decent uh domestically have died in the right. international market. The new Ghostbusters came up there, which was not hit hardest as some people will tell you, because, you know, of content or quality, but because China started cracking down and enforcing their policy against allowing portrayals of the supernatural. Okay. So it huh. was not it was not granted distribution in China, which huh. is ah. the like the biggest right market, right. not just overseas. Yeah. Huh. And I'd, I'd just learned, which I was surprised to learn, apparently Star Wars has never been that big in China. Uh, it's never been, you know, it's never, it, it, as as much as Star Wars makes money, it's from other markets, and just China just kind of does okay. And, it, and of course, the people who were screeching about The Last Jedi were going, ah, see, it's not doing well in China. It's like, well, yeah, but Star Wars apparently never does well in China, so that's not an unusual thing. Yeah, um, I think as far as Asian markets goes, it Star Wars is stupid popular in Japan. Yeah, in and, Japan, yes. And if it's yeah. popular in Japan, it can be popular anywhere, so... Right. But but it, it legitimately and it's not again it's not the government in China going you can't watch it it's it just apparently isn't that popular among the people who go see movies in China they just don't for whatever reason it doesn't connect with Chinese audiences apparently That's yeah what saying anyway so I don't know yeah who knows why yeah it's, it's strange I mean it's and as I say I mean you know meanwhile something like. I don't know how, specifically how Black Panther is done in China, but I, as far as I know, all the Marvel superhero movies do well. It's not like they're 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 you know turning up their nose at American blockbusters in general. It's just Star Wars in particular seems to seems to have uh, something that they well, and it's for. also not like it did terrible. It just no, no was no. it what you'd expect from hey, this is Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But Pretty apparently, yeah, they... all of Star Wars isn't hey, this is Star Wars. <laughs> Well, for everyone else, it's a big deal, and for China, for some reason, it's not a big deal. Anyway, just fascinating to me that it's that one... Fr- and again, like Transformers, that makes kajillions of dollars in China. In fact, oh, yeah. apparently that's one of the reasons they keep making those dang movies, is because uh, yeah. China eats them up, apparently, so I don't know. Who and knows? who knows why? Yeah, very strange. They like... They like seeing mechanical things crash into each other a lot, I guess. I don't know. Racist. 
Well, isn't that it's true? It's a cliche about Chinese people that they like seeing mechanical things crash into each other. What? Anyway. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I will go see Wrinkle in Time as soon. But I, I was mentioned one other thing about a Wrinkle in Time. I was mentioning it on uh, social media the other time, which I think is, I, I kind of touched on it, but it's interesting to me because you see the ads and you're like, you know, and you think about the story and you're like, you know, this is very Doctor Who-esque. Yeah. It's three witches instead of one weirdo in a phone box, but otherwise it has a lot in common, that whole sort of fantasy sci-fi mix. Oh, yeah, and And this, um, a lot of this just in terms of pacing and beats and actually costuming really reminded me of, uh, the later ones of the original run of Doctor Who, the original old BBC one. Yeah, and, well, that's the thing, because... The book, I believe, was in the 50s, Wrinkle in Time. So it predates Doctor Who by a fair amount. Yes. And then when Doctor Who first started, and I'm not by any means an expert on the old version of the show, um, but it seems to me it it still wasn't much like that when it started. It sort of became... I mean, again, correct me if I'm wrong. My impression is that if you're going to compare it to an era in Who, it's kind of the 80s era of Doctor Who. Yeah. Like the really weird you know sylvester mccoy and uh colin baker era where yeah i was very specifically like getting oh there's some things that are reminiscent of like my favorite one happiness patrol or uh yeah dragon exactly or that yeah (laughs) from what i've heard of happiness patrol seems very much like a wrinkle in time in some ways same kind of weird uh concept it has like the very much of like the technicolor like, very surreal aesthetics. A lot of the visuals of the movie are great. <laughs> I mean, and... that that's really the main thing that you can get from the trailers, that yeah. regardless of how else you might feel about it, it's going to be a pretty film. <laughs> yes, it definitely is. So you can enjoy it for yeah, that Honestly, of all, of all the things I've seen that made me kind of go, eh, I don't know if I like... Some of the heavy use of CGI in the trailer made me kind of go, I don't know, it seemed a little bit blockbustery, mm-hmm. whereas it's a very, very inventive, imaginative book with a lot of weird stuff in it. And it right. seemed like they were almost smoothing the weirdness off a little bit, in the just from the trailer. Again, I haven't seen the actual movie. I'll, but... grant, I'll grant that, that I think some of the weirder and the darker elements are smoothed out because it's aiming for a low audience here. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Which is which is fair. But of course, you know, when we were... Every generation has kids flicks that are kind of bizarre and scary too, though. So, I mean, they, they didn't necessarily... Or at very least stars which had Don Bluth. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's Don Bluth. There's uh, the early 80s Disney stuff like The Black Hole and, uh, you know, Something Wicked This Way Comes and uh, what else? Return to Oz. Um... You know, the st- that, like that's pretty disturbing when you're a kid. That stuff. Even now, Harry Potter is a little bit creepy for really young kids. Okay, and um, also being honest, Return to Oz is still really creepy as an adult. Yeah, yeah it's it's quite a creepy movie. It does not shy away from it at all. It's even uh, ironically, you know, usually they say, "Oh, they didn't keep the creepiness of the book." I would say the book is nowhere near as creepy as Return to Oz. They really darkened it up hmm. for the movie. I think. Yeah. Like, the Wheelers are not as scary in the book as they are in the movie. <laughs> it's just kind of a bizarre, whimsical... Co- it's a weird idea, but it's not like, in the movie, they're just, like, horrifying wheeled creatures. 
very Terry Gilliam-esque and very, very creepy. Huh. Yeah. That's that. Having read the books compared to the movie, I remember I, I saw the movie and I'd read the books. And so I was like, hey, they're basically adapting. Um, I think it was the third book more than anything, uh, like Ozma of Oz, I think, um, that they, they were drawing from because Dorothy's in that one. She's not in the second book. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's I don't. He he has a very light, whimsical tone. It's all. It's not. It's for all the strangeness. It's 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 kind of comforting and cozy. The tone of the book versus <laughs> when they adopted Return to uh, Return to Oz. It's it's uh, they just went full on. Like it's it's not even that dark a book. It's the opposite of what usually happens, where they 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 make it less scary. Well, they were cl- clearly also tapping into some of the other Oz entries in terms of tone. Yeah. Uh, it depends. You mean in the books or the or in or, the books? Uh, yeah, I've yeah. actually never read any of the Oz books, so yeah. But I'm They're... greatly disappointed we've never had a cinematic appearance of the Meat Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some weird stuff in those books, but at least thanks to Return to Oz, we got TikTok. That was that, yes. that's the thing. He's a, he's a huge part of the books. Yes, and, TikTok is know, a favorite, not... but my favorite character for Oz is still just the concept of the Meatwood Man. <laughs> Oh, you've mentioned that before. Yeah, so for those who don't know, well, everyone knows the Tin Woodman, who in his story is there, the Wicked Witch of the East, I want to say, curses his axe. So when he swings it, it lops off a body part. So a tinker replaces it with um, uh, tin and metal each time until eventually he's entirely made out of tin, except for his heart, which was lost. Right. So, in a later Oz books, they find, um, there's the Tin Woodman, and then there's the count- his counterpart slash twin, the Meat Woodman, who is basically a Frankenstein made by gluing back together all right. the pieces of the Woodman that were lopped off. Uh, yes, I remember that now. Oh my god. Jesus, Lee Crow. And yeah. for for one, that's creepy enough. For two, the real fuck it, the real mind fuck of that is that they have they both have the same memories of being the same person. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's not Cause, good. Because one of was made things... by gradually replacing each bit with metal, and the other one was made by taking all those parts lost and putting them back together. <laughs> There's a, there's a Futurama episode like that with Hermes where he keeps yes. separating himself cybernetically, <laughs> and then there's a but there's still a body left over that gets used for things. But but yeah, of of all the things you're gonna do, just the concept of the Tin Woodsman, the last thing you want to do is poke at that concept because it's so nonsensical on purpose. But then to keep going with it and do that. <laughs> It's just, it shows why L. Frank Baum was kind of an oddball, that guy. He wouldn't, he wouldn't let something lie. He'd just keep, keep making weirdness with it. Anyway. Oh, and we're way off topic. Yeah. That's okay. That's the Well, that was, that was the point. Well, so shall we wrap it up for the evening? It's been a couple hours. We got some good stuff, I think. I think so. Okay. We got some stuff, a lot of it unusable, but... Yeah, no, we'll if happens. anything, I think there's way more usable stuff in this podcast than there usually is. It's good <laughs> stuff. Yes. Remember, folks, we uh, we keep only the prime quality content here at Destroy All Clickbait, and that's the stuff we give to you. 
Um, you should see the garbage we edited out, anyway. Which you can see in our other podcast, made entirely <laughs> of just cut material I call the Meat Woods Men. <laughs> the Meat Wood Clickbait. <laughs> and oh. on that note... Oh. That's one of those ideas I have as a joke, but that I'm thinking, you know, as performance art, as an oh, experimental geez. thing, just a podcast made out of entirely material from cutting room floors. People clearing their throats. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I'll make a million dollars on that. Anyway. I'm not sure. Okay, look, if, I mean, I'm sure there's... if David Lynch released a podcast with this idea, you'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thought is that it'd have a weird ASMR like, <laughs> bent to it. Like... Wait. Next week we'll talk about AMSR since we apparently talk about perverts almost every week and we gotta come to that one. Oh gosh. Next week. <laughs> next next time we do the podcast we'll talk about that. The internet is all random, meaningless chaos, as is life, as is the universe. We're all fated for the grave and uh, on that note, let me have a good night, sleep well, avoid clickbait, and keep and your minds... buy-in catfish rituals. Buy, yeah, buy catfish rituals and uh, vaginal beer, and <laughs> that will keep that will that will keep the, the darkness at bay for another couple weeks. Until Maybe. then, people out there in meat space, good night. Destroy all clickbait, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.